editor Anderson here to formally apologize for the quality of this particular episode. We recorded a bunch of these in bulk a while ago before we ended up changing our format and also our recording methods. So for a while, these are going to be a little wonky and then they'll get better again, I promise. But yeah, enjoy the show. Quick, I'll get a frat pay now. My vagina needs soothing. <laughs> she gonna shove it up there? What the fuck? What is this author thinking? My vagina needs soothing? Excuse me? I read this before, and I'm still just as floored as when I read it as I am right now. <laughs> Just for the um, the bit. Oh, All right, yeah. what's up, guys? It is Librarians. This is Luca, and this is Anderson. And today we're drinking Arnold Palmer Light Half and Half. Arnold Palmer from Arizona. It's not the big cans, the little like cans you get in the big box. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. And today we're going to be talking about our long-awaited, and by long-awaited I mean this is episode three hopefully when this is coming out, of The Key to You and Me, which is our most recent book that we've read. This is a doozy. This one was a doozy. It was a time and a half reading this one. I actually have notes for all of you. I also have notes Oh yeah. for this one. For those of you who don't know my previous YouTube career, I used to do book clubs online. I was a part of the Parabatai book club and also the Rewind book club. And my big th- my claim to fame was that I would read these books and I would have a shit ton of notes. For this particular book, this book was 257 pages for the PDF version that we got. 257 pages, too fucking long. And I have 29 pages of notes. So I have one page of notes for every 10 I pages. think I have like 15 or 16 pages of notes. Yeah. Well, most of mine are like block quotes, because I think that some of these are magical. All right, so... I think that we should take a departure from the usual um, format that we've broken. Format and just kind of go through the different um, choice phrases that we selected from this book. Okay. And just kind of like, because I really want, I know no one's going to want to fucking read this book after we are done, but I want them to have the experience oh, yeah. of having read the parts of this book that made me want to die most. Okay. So I think we should just very briefly just establish characters really fast uh-huh. before we break into it. So our two main characters, Piper and Cat. Right. Piper's from Lincoln, Massachusetts. It's very important that you remember it's Lincoln, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a horse girl. And Cat is from Harmon, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which is where the book takes place yeah. mostly. Yes. And is not a horse girl, but can, is an 18-year-old who can drive. Piper is also presumably 18. And, well, I wouldn't say Cat isn't. I mean, she's not a horse girl like Piper is, but she's, like, she's open to horses. She's horse neutral. <laughs> she's open to the idea of horse. I, I know, I think she's horse, she starts off the book as horse neutral, and then she ends up in horse positive. Yeah, she's, like, pro-horse. She's not anti-horse. No, she's, she couldn't be. She's if, horse- She's in this book, she can't she's be She's horse neutral. She starts as horse neutral. She starts as horse neutral. Oh. Actually, no, she starts as horse negative. Yeah, because she has that moment where she sees the horse girls in no, like, because no, the coffee shop, and, and she was like, "Ew." And no, but then she sees one, and she's like, "Maybe." She's like, "Maybe." Huh? Huh? Horse girl. Kind of like. That. I think before we even start this, I think we need to start with what the dedication is. 
the, the dedication of this book, which is, I think, personally, my favorite line in this book, because it sets the tone up. Like, like if, okay, more power, <laughs> if, if I read this dedication out loud, and you're like, this is the book for me, more power to you, because this was not the book for me. This if was, you, if you hear us read out this quote and you're like and you're like I yeah love this. i love this Good i don't you. know why you're listening to i don't know why podcast. you're listening to this but i love you and i respect <laughs> you and i hope you have a wonderful day but you don't want if you don't want to hear us talk negatively and about also this i book, want nothing to do with yeah. you <laughs> if you don't want to hear us talk negatively about this book please this is the time to leave so the dedication or horses or horse girls yes um rip to all of my horse girls that i went to college with i hope that you guys are doing okay for the most part except for that one that all of the wanted... horse girls i've loved before <laughs> all the horse girls i've loved before that one's that one's from me that one's from me. i've never loved any of them but they all love me <laughs> all right so the dedication to this is for the girls with mud on their boots and horses in their hearts dot 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 and the girls who cheer them on this book is made for shout out to holland's university for our high population of bisexual students and also our horse program. We have a horse program. Oh, okay. We had a riding team and everything. Oh, wow. I don't think any of them dis- I think they were just riders. Did they think- do dressage? I don't think they did dressage. This book is about, largely about Piper doing dressage, which I found out through this book is horse dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Quite simply. I, so, my from my experience, again, despite going to a horse girl college, unfortunately, in Virginia, uh, my experience with dressage has been D&D podcasts making fun of dressage. As they should. As they should. Um, but yeah, let's get into this. Do we want to start with the breakup from Judith? Yes. And Piper. So, Judith is Piper's ex-girlfriend. Um, do you want... Should I play the part of Judith, and do you want to play the part of Piper, or should we do it the other way around? I'll be Judith. Okay, you do that. Alright, so this is going to be a quote from the book. And... Scene. scene. You care more about me... Wait, no, you already fucked sorry. it up. And scene. You care more about any horse than you care about me. I am an afterthought for you. Which isn't true at all. She's an every thought. She's there in the stands when I get my future Olympic team medal. She's holding the cut pieces of yarn for me as I braid my future horse's mane. She's behind the wheel as we drive to future horse shows and correcting me as I go through the choreography of my dressage tests out loud. Okay, so maybe it's kind of me-centric, but I love the idea of that kind of partnership. My goals are hers too, except they're not. She made that abundantly clear. Because maybe she's her own person. <laughs> um, so this is paragraph three of the book. Mm-hmm. This is paragraph three of the book. Of the book. So, again, this is setting the tone, and the tone does not change. <laughs> if anything, it gets worse. I don't think either of these characters have any true, like, Arts. development. No, Piper... Except for Piper learning how to drive. And Kat learning to be gay. <laughs> yes. The only person who actually gets any character development is Kat learning to be gay. Yeah. And then Piper is the same emotionally and maturity-wise the the rest of the book. Correct. Kat learns to, like, let loose a little bit more. That's about it. I don't- I also think- on top of the fact that she was, like- your entire future is about horses and not about me. And then she go and then Piper goes on to be like, "That's not true. It's about you. Being it's about there. you being there while I'm with my horse." 
It's different. This is giving, um... So just, just, just have a romance with your horse at that point. Yeah. The, unfortunately, this book asks the question, would you rather fuck a horse or fuck your cousin? Um, and we'll get to the latter. We will, we will get to the latter. Um, personally, I will take the secret third option, which is die. I will yes. die. I would yes, die. Yes, of course. Of course. Um, this book, Piper is such a treat in this one. Okay, and then in the same chapter, just to really capitalize on the character that Piper oh, yeah. is, um, we also learned that Eric, her trainer, oh, yes. um, <laughs> had to um, go on hiatus from doing horse things. Because his job. He had, his job. His job. So he's because the, he had a heart procedure. Yeah. And Piper is upset about this, and she calls it getting dumped by her horse trainer. And is not really, she doesn't really feel any sort of way about Eric having heart surgery. Yeah. She's just like, fuck, what am I going to do about my horse career? Yeah. So, we don't, I don't know what Eric's financial situation is, but owning horses, even rent, like, leasing a horse is fucking expensive Mm -hmm. as hell. So, like, if he's not training, like, I don't know if he has any other sources of income. He's out of work. And has been out of work for a whole summer at the very least, at this, um, or at least a couple months. And she's like, "Fuck!" Wh- but just, just Sage, how am I going to Grants? <laughs> how will I? Jeeves, get my Uber. I'm going to Grandmother's. <laughs> so yeah, so she decides to go to. She convinces her parents to let her go to North Carolina, with where her grandmother lives, so that way she can train. And do horse shit there. Yeah. Because her grandma's like a, a horse, horse lady. Um, I'm her skip generation hope of having another true horsewoman in the family. Mm-hmm. Another wonderful quote from this book. Right. And Jesus. also, and part of the decision that she, is not just Eric's illness, but also the fact that Judith broke up with her. And she's like, I can't see Judith with her boyfriend. Uh, another thing that we need to bring up is Piper's constant use of Uber. Yeah. So, I did some research. She's, it's never explicitly stated, but she's got money. She, It is explicitly stated. Is it? If you're leasing a horse, it's expensive. Um, the fact that the issue was never whether or not they had the money for the horse. Mm-hmm. It was more whether, like, oh, at one point Piper was like, yeah, we don't own horses because I would outgrow them in skill and size. <laughs> Um, so the, the issue, and also the fact- She outgrew horses. She's <laughs> fucking gigantic. She's at least 20 she's hands a, tall. She's a jolly green giant of dressage. Um, so, yeah, so it's explicit that they have, like, it, textually, it's like subtextual. Right, it's yeah. Like, you know important. they got money. Yeah, they got money. Um, so she lives in Lincoln, Massachusetts, right? She has to go to the Logan Airport to fly mm-hmm. out to yeah. North Carolina. Logan Airport is in Boston, right? She lives an hour f- away from the airport. Mm-hmm. Her parents don't take her to the airport. She Ubers she there. She Ubers there. That's gotta be like a thousand dollar so Uber. I was stranded in D.C. during a snowstorm mm-hmm. that... Uh, that derailed all basically all the fucking trains that day and i had to get to my partner's place it's a 45 minute drive from dc to their um to their place that uber cost me 
including the like $100 tip that I gave the guy because it was the middle of a fucking snowstorm and the like the snow the roads were not paved at all. Mm-hmm. That ride cost me I want to say nearly $100. Wow. So this Uber is like is like that as well. Is at least 100 bucks if you're in cap- like including it's the probably tip. probably way more than that. And also that she kept the fucking Uber waiting because her mom had, she was still packing when the Uber arrived. She was still getting ready to go. Kids and, these days. Yeah, get off your fucking phone. I say as we're looking mm-hmm. at your, you're looking at your phone. I'm looking at my computer mm-hmm. so I can get these notes done. You have two computers. In I literally front have of you, two actually. computers. So get off your fucking I got phone. Two phones. Dual me at the game yesterday. Dual wielding phones yep. to play everybody's music. But yeah, she like she her mom has to be like get in the Uber because Uber charges you if you, you make them wait. I didn't know that. Yeah, if you make them wait for longer than, like, two minutes, it starts charging you money as if you were a taxi. Wow. Yeah. To be fair, I have taken an Uber, like, maybe twice. I used to take Ubers to places, and now I don't, because I can drive. All Let's right. talk about so, Cat for a little bit. This book is written in chapters where it's, like, it'll be chapter one, and then one half of chapter one will be Piper, and then the other half will be Cat. Which is my, fa- my least go. favorite thing in the world. There's no point. There was no Uh-oh. point. Just make them separate chapters. Make yeah. them separate shorter chapters. So, we out here. This is the part where we meet Kat's family. Yeah. Who kind of want to fuck each other. Yeah. Also, we get into a running theme of um, our protagonists not having moms. Yeah. Ellen has a dead mom and a stepmom that she hates. David had a dead mom. Eloise. Eloise from Hot Dog Girl, which we'll get into at a different point so mm-hmm. later on, didn't have a mom. Yaz and Imogen <clears throat> had moms, um, but Imogen was the only one that had a decent relationship with her mom. Yeah. Yaz had a con- kind of contentious one, um, and so Kat has a deadbeat mom. Okay. Um, which I thought was interesting. Who lives, like, in another state. Lives in Texas. Yeah. Um, because she was like, I can't do the whole mom thing. Right. Rip. Um, also, so as I just mentioned, I lived in Virginia. I am technically from the South. I was born and raised in Florida, and I also grew up in Virginia. You are a northern yuppie and have been your entire life. All right, we didn't have to say yuppie, but Mm. I'm from the Bronx, initially. (laughs) Let's, uh, let's get that straight. Let's get that fucking straight. Go Mets. Go Mets. Love the Mets. Um, Love the fucking Mets. Love the fucking Mets. It's not always about the money, Spider-Man. But the Mets, baby. Love the Mets. All right, baby. Let's go get a home run, baby. Love the Mets. Let's go Mets. And then my family moved to Connecticut, where I've been for the rest of my time. So, yeah, I, I am mean, a northern yuppie. Yeah. And I live up here now, so I guess I'm yuppie adjacent. Um, yuppie I, passing. Yeah, I'm yuppie passing. So the author... So I get to play a fun game whenever I read a book that's set in the South, which is, is the author actually from the South? Unfortunately. Um, the author, Should I do a drum roll for yeah, you? Yeah, drum roll, please. Unfortunately, this author is from Alabama, which is, which is not no. North Carolina. Um, so there's obviously, much like everywhere in the world, there's the South is not a homogenous thing. Um, there's wherever you live is going to be different. So like living in North Carolina by the beach is going to be different than living in North Carolina by the mountains, which is going to be different from living in South Florida, which is going to be different from like Nova. And so on and so forth. So this bitch treats this town like everybody's a fucking like like redneck bullshit yeah. like my daddy cousin like 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, they all really do seem to want yeah. to. My daddy comes and forbade mirrors lest we fall into the sin of vanity. Like, I mean, to be fair, the way this family is with each other, yes, really feels a little incestuous at times. Yeah, I also want to talk about this line in particular because you had previously complained to me about the lack of Italian representation in YA books. <laughs> Is this the part already? No, this is a different part. Oh, okay. Um, so Kat has a younger sister who's o- only a year younger, and it's even, like, uh-huh. a cu- by a couple months, um, like, to- short of a year. I, I've heard folks refer to us as Irish twins. Apparently some reference to Catholicism. Which We're getting change. closer. We're getting closer. And no birth control. Even though we are a healthy mix of Irish. Shout out Andy. Shout out Andy. English. Lebanese and drumroll, please. Italian yes, finally. Repre- representation for you. There's also more representation <laughs> later on. <laughs> According to 23andMe, and 100% practicing agnostics, much to the chagrin of our next door neighbor, the good Pastor Phillips and his wife. What? <laughs> he wants to convert them. He wants to convert them. Um, so let's get to our first... Anyway, happy about that representation. Happy about that I rep- feel seen. You feel seen? Do you yep. feel seen? I do. So let's talk about how... Cat- also, wait, can we talk about the phrasing, a healthy mix? Yeah, what does that mean? Of Irish, <laughs> like, English, like, like Lebanese, and Italian. Like, like, people are dogs. Like, people are dogs. Like, Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, we're talking about, like, she's... I've been called that. Ew. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> shout out, shout out to all of us with one ethnic parent and one white parent. It's and like, actually, um, no, shout out to all my fellow bi- uh, multi-ethnic families. Uh, shout out to mixed breed dogs. Love them. Love them. I have one. You have one? Uh-huh. I don't know what my cat is. Cats are just cats. cats they're just cats. Like, I don't think that they... they have I mean, they do have breeds, but like... I think he's a Russian blue. Everyone's like, what kind of cat you have? And it's like... Orange. Orange, yeah. Um, Mine's gray for, for context. Um... Shout out to my son, Kiko. Shout out, Ivy. My mixed breed dog. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, That's health- like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting that. Leo's trans and plays French horn. <laughs> Ivy, my mixed breed dog. Who plays French. <laughs> um, a healthy mix. As if, like, we humans are pugs that need to have our noses elongated so we can breathe. <laughs> My favorite thing in the world is that it's implied, I think, that Kat's mom is Lebanese and Italian with her their mom's olive skin and slight wave to her hair. Okay. Which is what Emma also, Emma, Kat's sister, also has. Which, if I can stand in for your one of your protagonists, you need to make one of them not a white person. Like, yeah. Let's, let's talk about the cover for a second. Let's talk about the cover. Oh, Jesus Two white Christ. girls. <laughs> Two white girls. They're drawn horribly. They <laughs> look like <laughs> Remember when I was like, doesn't her face look a little bit long to you? Like like a horse. Pun sort of intended. Yeah. Um, and you were like, no, I think it's stretched out in the PDF. And I had to look up a picture. And I'm like, no, it's just bad. It is just bad. The art is bad. It's them looking coyly at each other while Kat is like holding up. Keys. Like car keys. And like Piper has her arms crossed and is like, I can, you can't see it. Again, this is a visual <laughs> joke for an audio only media. It's just like leaning back with like yeah. her head. And it's like, ah, oh, you silly girl. Like, kind yeah. of. Yeah, she's wearing her like riding breeches or whatever. Which, honestly, though, 
honestly, I'm not saying it's a slay. It's not, it's, a, it's an anti-slay actually. It's a live. Um, <laughs> um, but that is what the horse girls would just wear all the time at school. They'd be like, it's so much easier to just go to class, like go to the barn right after class and not change. I'm like, the barn? You have to walk by your dorm to get to the barn. So just go put normal clothes on and then, yeah. Like, you want everyone to know that you're a horse girl? Like, if that were me, I would do everything in my power to hide that I dressed <laughs> like that. <laughs> they can't know my secret. It's, it's like those stupid uh, Instagrams that are like, tell them, tell them the truth. <laughs> Um, let's talk about the biphobia in this book, actually. Um, I wanted to talk about rural men who don't own and operate hair salons. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Scratch that. Scratch the biphobia. Let's talk about something more important. Those poor girls, their poor father, rural men don't own and operate hair salons. Do and you his think hair salon, that's why the mother left? Their hair salon is called the Tussled Orchid, by the way. That which feels like a... Something no one in a book would name... No yeah. one but someone in a book would name something. It sounds like a euphemism for... How do you tussle an orchid? Gently. Cross it. <laughs> Two fingers. Slowly in circles. <laughs> we're not there yet. No, we're not. We're there. not. That's, that's kind of what I was going for. Maybe that's why Emma is like that. Maybe their Maybe. dad is, is the reason why Emma's like oh that. Oh, God. Because he's a rural man who owns a hair salon. Which is so funny because nobody else in this town owns a fucking hair salon. <clears throat> so why are they all mad about it? Why are they all like, shit, this guy owns a hair salon? I don't get it. Because they think he's gay, obviously. It's unwritten, but that's what oh, it is. Oh, well, Kat definitely And Kat definitely <laughs> thinks he's gay because so he's, that scene later he's, on. Yeah, he's divorced. Where he's wearing his metrosexual <laughs> oh, We're not there yet. 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 So let's talk about the biphobia real <laughs> no, fast. No, he looks cute in his metrosexual <laughs> Wait, wait. Okay, we're not there yet. We're not ahead, there yet. Let's start off with the biphobia first. Let's talk about the biphobia for a second. Okay. This book is incredibly biphobic. <clears throat> In a way, I did not thought possible. It was a it, lot. It was a lot of it. Um, so at one point, Piper is talking about a past relationship he had. She had with an older girl named Sasha, who is now a sophomore in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the when they met, they were in high school, um, and Sasha had broken up with Piper because quote unquote Piper didn't know what she wanted, which is just code for. Piper was a child and Sasha was going off to college. Um, and so this line is right here. She was wrong about the me not knowing what I wanted part, which is a terrible way of phrasing that, by the way. That's me just saying that. I knew I only wanted to date girls. Unlike Judith. Whoa. Whoa. I literally, I like, I literally said, wow. Yeah. <laughs> just... Just scream. Yeah, my note for that is, hey, why did you have to jump to the biphobia? Let's see how many times I write out the word biphobia in this. I spelled biphobia wrong. Four. I said it four times. Um, She's very biphobic, She is though. so biphobic. I only said it four times. That's crazy. I should have said it more. I know. Um, yeah, she, any chance she gets to slam on Judith for right. being bisexual. And, and here, in the same chapter, she does it again. She says, it didn't matter that she chose a guy after me. What mattered was she broke my heart. In a weird way, it felt better to know she was dating a guy because I couldn't do the whole comparison thing. 
I think the only comparison you need to make is the fact that he's making time for his girlfriend where you couldn't. And, and she cared. And he wanted she, to fuck a horse you and he wants to fuck Judith. Yeah. Speaking of Judith, speaking of Judith, I text- like, I wonder why my horse accessory left me. Yeah. It's so weird how my horse accessory left me. Yeah. We look so good in photos together next to my With horse. My horse. <laughs> um, here's my favorite thing in the world. I texted her about Eric's illness, and we had a little back and forth exchange, strictly horse-related, until I made the mistake of asking if she was still with Brad, and there was a long lag of texts. Wild. She doesn't know how to talk about anything except That's, horses. She literally says that at one point. She's like, I she only does. know how to talk about horses. Which is like, there. I feel like, I mm-hmm. get the hyper six, uh, fixation thing. I'm a big D&D nerd. I got that, mm-hmm. I got dice tattooed on my body mm-hmm. right now. Visible most times of the year. Sure, sure. Um, and I know when to not talk about it. Such as when my partner is like, let me tell you about my day, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not being like, but yes, but did you know that Magic Missile does 1d4 plus 1 damage per missile? Did you know that? I don't fucking, I don't do that shit. You're just, just mansplaining d in the <laughs> middle of a conversation. That's what I imagine Piper's fucking doing every single day. Probably. She's like, And then we wrap the horse's leg for dressage, which I found out was a thing. Do we want... Abusive also. Abusive also. Oh, the... Discussing discussing her grandmother's scent as high quality Timothy Hay in a slight undertone of horse as she greets her grandmother for the first time. That's weird. That is weird. That's a very detailed description for your grandmother's scent. Yeah. You could have just said that you hugged. Yeah, I hugged and gave my grandmother a kiss on the cheek. She smelled nice. <laughs> Alright, now in this next chapter, we're gonna get to the um we're gonna switch gears from the horse fucking oh, yeah. to cousin fucking. Yeah. Oh, uh, where is it? So, What's the matter, cuz? Yep. Which didn't have a question mark. It was just a period. Yeah. That was a mistake. Yep. What's the matter, cuz? You don't like the powerful smell of testosterone in the afternoon? Elliot, Cat's cousin, uh-huh. winks at me. Um, we do that at the gym, but we're not related. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Because we're good and normal. Yep. <laughs> um... And he was talking about the smell of her younger brother's feet, by the way. I didn't even notice that line. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Um, Let's talk about the, my, one of my favorite lines. Dad, the only other early riser in the family, looks awfully cute in his metrosexual apron and dish gloves. I don't know what to say. Let's also talk about the fact that her dad is an almond dad. He is, yeah. You didn't believe me when I mentioned that the first time. You're like, I no, but I believe you now. Yeah. He was like, girl, you shouldn't be drinking caffeine. Uh, and she's like, dad, I'm 18. I can do with my, my body, my choice. <clears throat> a smoothie for me, dad. Yeah. Uh, another another choice Piper line. Um, the, this is about her and Judith. The picture of us, arms linked, taking bites from each other's ice cream cones pops up as Kaylee Kiyoko starts singing, he'll never love you like me. Don't bring Miss Kyoko into this. <laughs> Don't bring her into this, you bastard. Um. Oh, the dig at Judith for only ri- taking a weekly lesson. I was just about to bring that up where she was like, she liked horses, but she didn't live for horses. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, here's another biphobia line. Are you embarrassed his fr- of your his friends knowing that you're bisexual? About the picture, the romantic picture of the two of them 
at Pride being Piper's profile pic and she was being like, that makes me uncomfortable, please stop that. Meanwhile, the reason, clearly, the reason that she asked her to take it down is because they were broken up for, like, five, five weeks. Months. No, it was, a, it was a couple weeks at that point. Like no, a, it was months. Oh, it was months? I thought it was weeks. Well, yeah, because they broke up in April. Oh, shit. And now it's summer vacation. Oh, yeah. So maybe not five months, but, like... It's been, like, two, three two months. Two or three. Yeah. Piper, girl, let go. So, I have the benefit of being in the same relationship I've been in since high school. Mm-hmm. Nine years. Nine years, baby. Going strong. Here's to another a all thousand right, more. Alright, alright, go on. Um, so, I do get, like, the intense emotional feelings and, like, attachment that you get when you're in, like, high school. Sure. But, like, this is, like, borderline, like, weirdly stalking. Like, not stalking, but, like, it's, like... Obsessed. The profile picture? Not yeah, not the profile picture, but just like the obsession with like her and Brad and like like going yeah. on her, their um their Instagram pages to see like what they were doing yeah. for trying to continually like one up. A major plot point of the book that we haven't discussed yet is that originally Piper starts using Cat and her family and friends to kind of like bolster bolster her Instagram by taking unconsensual pictures of them. Mm-hmm. And then later on, Kat gets in on it and, like, agrees to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing she does when she, she meets Kat is, take a, picture is of take a picture of her without, a picture with her without asking. Yeah. Um, specifically with the idea of, like, oh, Kat is cute. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make Judith jealous. Right. Um, so that was weird as fuck. That was weird and not okay. Um, and it's never really um, addressed as a bad thing to do. Yeah. The way, if anyone had done that to me, just came up to me and was like, do you mind? And then just doing it, that phone would have been shattered on the ground. I would be, like, frothing at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if I was, what if it wasn't, like, oh, like, gross? What if I was feeling sick? And also just, like, weird, a weird... And, and not even what if I was gross or so. What what if I'm a person who doesn't want to take a fucking yeah. photo with you the I minute I met you? I don't you? like you. I don't like you. This book rose my blood pressure and we had to inflict it on everybody we worked with every yeah. anytime we were reading this book um up until last week you finished it sooner than i did i did because i wanted to get through it yeah i would take longer i normally am just like a barrel through barrel to just get it over with but i had to take breaks otherwise i was gonna lose my fucking mind mm-hmm. reading this book because it was just so it was p- bad it was bad bad yeah they piper doesn't learn any lessons piper was the worst character cat was whatever was a non-entity essentially in the in terms of the narrative because the narrative was so much more interested in piper right than it was in cat despite her being the other main character um but that's what piper wants that's what piper wants she wanted somebody Mm -hmm. who had no ambitions and goals of her own except for hers. And for a narrative solely focused on Piper, who is into horses and dressage and is... For a book that is technically a sport book, Mm -hmm. the on-screen horse riding action is... Non-existent. Barely even a page long. Imagine coming to this book being like, oh yes, finally, a horse girl romance for me! (laughs) Um, And it's just like, romance... Zero. Horse riding. Horse. horse riding. <laughs> negative well, like three. Like a grandma scent. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an, an undertone. An undertone of horse, horse and high quality Timothy Hay. <laughs> Let's talk about 
our older lesbian characters. Yeah. Let's talk about Beatrice and um, Natasha. Natasha. Well, Natasha was like she wasn't really a big part of the narrative, except for that one part where she wiggled her ass at Cat, even though she oh, was no, like not even Natasha. What was the other girl's adult. name? Anyway, um, we haven't hit upon it, but at this point in the narrative around Chapter 5, we get our major plot introduced, which is Kat teaching Piper how to drive. Which is how they're introduced to each other. Right. Um, because Piper's grandmother hires Kat, who also inexplicably has hired everyone else in Kat's family to do things for her well, as well. a small well. town. It is a small it's town. It's a small town. Like, Dad has the only hair salon, and Uncle runs the only pool cleaning business right. despite the fact that the pool is never mentioned right so why is he there like why does it's like oh yes her uncle who is also my pool man and it's like what for what pool you guys are never in it the <laughs> pool for the horses pool, man. <laughs> i just keep it on retainer just in case <laughs> he said a pool yeah. happens to fab to fabricate in my backyard um so yeah so they get introduced the picture gets taken um, they go to a party, like a little, a little, little get together with the mm-hmm. high schoolers. And Piper is like, "What am I going to talk about these other high school schoolers with? They're weirdos from Harmon, North Carolina." And I'm just like, "Talk about like classes. Be like, oh shit, did you guys have to take a push too? You're from two different. Okay, I don't like you're from two different states. The uh-huh. requirements are different. Just just talk about school shit. Unfortunately, yeah. And then one of somebody's gonna mention something that you know, or like like a movie that you've seen. She's like, how can I, a high school student, have anything in common with, with these other high, school high school students? students? Um, fun, 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 fun. We get weird. I'm actually am gonna say that people can queer bait, but in the in a weird way because um, fucking Piper wants to buy bait Judith by taking pictures with Elliot a few right. times. She's like, that was only really once, con- though. I think that was like twice. It was like make him make her really confused. No, oh, no, it was her and El- Elliot and Jordan. Jordan being Emma's boy toy thing. Okay, circling back to cousin fucking. Okay, so here is a choice line. Well, if you're going, you don't have to be a third wheel. You can be my date. This is, um... Elliot to Emma. Uh, talking about a party. Elliot wiggles his fingers in Emma's direction. Emma sticks her tongue out at me. Ooh, cousin action. More fun. And I'll get to check out the freakazoid. Meaning Piper, obviously. Yeah. Um... What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I, this book... The, despite being from the South, this book hates Southern people. This book hates southern people in a way that makes me viral like viscerally angry right piper comes like is like oh people are see elliot elliot is gay by the way and um is in the closet so elliot see everyone sees elliot come out of the car with piper there and everyone's like at the party and it's like whoa elliot is this your new girlfriend and piper's like "Uh, i'm gay (laughs) um and everyone's like okay and there she's like it's the 21st century like get over it. Like sh- like like the way these characters are characterized are is like if I made a parody of like someone from the south and someone from New well, England. My daddy told me that if I ever saw a homosexual, like I got to beat their ass immediately. Like instead I ought to fuck my cousin. <laughs> and then Piper comes it, out and she's like, "Oh, do you guys want to Uber to Dunks?" Yeah. <laughs> There's like a lot of wicked traffic. <laughs> But in the back half, I don't know if you know this. It's she just, starts saying she wicked starts all the saying time. wicked. Yep. She's from Lincoln, Massachusetts. She's not like 
I would be willing to be like, oh yeah, she's from Cambridge. I'll give her, I'll give her that because Cambridge is literally just a couple stops away from Boston on the T. But like, she lives an hour fucking away. She lives an hour away, and she's like, oh yeah, oh. I gotta park the car in Harvard Yard because it's wicked traffic. You want to get some dunk? Like what? The- <laughs> and also, they mention baseball a lot in this book. <laughs> I just, I just realized that, and I hadn't made it. You want to go to a Sox it. game? Yeah, they talk about the Red Sox, and she gives Cat a Red Sox charm for yeah, her uh, keychain. However. Neither of them seem to actually be into they never, baseball. They never on like in text talk about baseball together. But it's like assumed that they like baseball. Yeah. The the family talks about going to the batting cages, which I was well, like. Well that's because the two brothers play baseball. Yeah, that's literally it though. Right. Um can we talk about Jordan for a little bit? We can talk about Jordan. I like Jordan. Oh wait. Oh. Before we get there, okay. I want to talk about one more cousin fucking okay. incident that happened directly after the <laughs> oh, one that yes. I talked yes, about. Yes, 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 yes. Um I know exactly. Fine. I ditch my mirrored Ray-Bans, another expensive present from mom, and automatically pick up the SPF 90 to spray down Elliot. Already. Huh. Uh, it's ironic that the son of the pool king is so sensitive to sunlight. I'm rubbing spray on his shoulders while Uncle Randall makes his appearance. Are y'all pre-partying for the big party? He's all cheesy grin and over-tanned face as he waggles his eyebrows at us. Don't do that, sir. This whole thing is weird. This whole thing is weird. Wait, 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 And then For Elliot- For multiple reasons. And then later on, Elliot says, like, ew, like, like, is just being like, dad. And Uncle Randall goes, what? Did I say something wrong? He winks at me and Emma. I don't pay attention to Elliot. Uncle Randall is, well, Uncle Randall. What does that mean? What does that mean? Um... I don't remember how they're related, but apparently either Randall or Elliot's mom is technically Cat and Pipe uh Cat's and Emma's cousin, but they call it the generational thing. And I was like, you don't have to fucking explain that. I already like just, mm-hmm. just be like, that's my uncle. I would have been fine. Um but that one was that line in particular pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want you want me to just key search, hey, let's not fuck our let's not kiss our family? Yeah, yeah. I said that 17 17 times. 17 times. So we got the metrosexual. We got the cousin fucking. We got the Uncle Randall. We got the... Oh, so... Kat is weirdly invested in her sister dancing. Like, Mm -hmm. in a way that made... I was just like, I get it. And later on, her sister's sex life. Yeah. Um, And I was just like... It was in a way that I was like, are Like, why are you... Like... I get it, supporting your like your siblings' dreams and stuff, and being mm-hmm. like you know she is the eldest sibling out of the four of them, her, the you know the four of them including the two, mm-hmm. their two twin younger brothers. So like and like so she's taken on a bit of a bit of a, like a caregiver role, despite you know dad's best uh, efforts. Mm-hmm. But like it's like we- weirdly invested in Emma dancing specifically, like not even just Emma's overall success and enjoyment, mm-hmm. but it is like. Dance like you will dance. Mm-hmm. Um, dance for me. <laughs> much like dressage. <laughs> it's like dressage, but for for people. For people. <laughs> um, Piper learning about dance. Um, here's Elliot talking about a picture of Piper and Cat, and well, side by side to a picture of Piper and Judith. Mm-hmm. They're kind of hot together. He scrolls on the feet again, but then again, you're hot with her too. Hotter. What the fuck? Um. 
this is about Kat being okay with her sister fucking Jordan in like a mm-hmm. she was Kat's love interest or not Kat um Emma's, Emma's love interest kind of like boy toy thing yeah um it's like weird again just like weirdly like yeah she could have like a little fun yeah. but like it's it, it, it's giving it's giving as long as she knows who she's coming home to <laughs> her family her family the door opens behind her uncle. Uncle Randall sports a pair of coral Bahama shorts and a Bermuda. salt Bermuda shorts and a salt life t-shirt in contrasting baby blue. I don't know why, but that one... Oh, it was because... He's just wearing an outfit. No, no, no. It's because earlier they're like, Aunt Vlada is is there, but here's Uncle Randall's entire like, <laughs> outfit. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so true. <laughs> I was like, here's Aunt Vlada with food. Anyway, Uncle Randall... <laughs> Anyway, Uncle Randall's tight red speedo, <laughs> his abs glistening in the wind, like, in the, the water. It was like I was like, that's why. Anyway, like, let me tell you about Uncle Randall's bomb fit. <laughs> also, that fit sounds bad. <laughs> A baby blue and coral. Yeah. Trans rights. Presumably, he's white. Wow. Trans rights. <laughs> Pink, white, blue. Trans rights. Emma flops back on the couch and does her best to hide her smile. Well, you look really cute. Really cute. Mm-hmm. Emma, that's your sister. Stop that. Sorry about that. This is about, this is Kat talking about Emma being weirdly jealous of her and of Kat and Piper spending time together. Sorry about that. She gets kind of jealous of my time. She's not used to sharing me with anybody other than Elliot. Oh, this is about, <laughs> this is about Elliot coming out to his family and his. his <laughs> oh, but can we talk about. Well, well, I'm gonna put... Uncle Randall, don't you? <laughs> I'm going to put a pin in this conversation, so we in that, but I'm going to talk about this thing. I think I would, Aunt, their, Vlada, Elliot's mom, is like, oh, no, my baby boy is gay. Yeah. So this is what I think Kat says this. I would think Aunt Vlada would be thrilled she would have to compete with another woman for your attention. It's giving emotional incest. Yeah, we saw a few more of those. Oh, wow. Ah, uh, yeah. Come on, baby cousin, he elbows me. Something's stirring beneath those pretty brown eyes. <laughs> we had several of these back to back. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen you out of control, that's all. You gonna see her again? So that- from one cousin to another? <laughs> <laughs> um, don't don't oh, stop is- me from creeping on your account and seeing all those cute, cute pictures of you with my sweet little cousin. That was <laughs> Elliot at Piper about cat. Um, wait, Emma grabs me. Oh, this is the worst one. <laughs> so, um... By the way, these all happen in different parts of the book. Yeah, We've yeah. been, like, searching through notes to find the parts that are specifically... So, at this point, Kat like is like, I think I'm gonna have sex with a woman for the first time, which is also her first sexual experience yeah. ever. Slay. And slay. And Emma is like, I'm also going to lose my virginity around the same time. Slay. Let's, but. With Jordan. <laughs> let's plan on doing it at the exact same night. So we're doing it together. And here's the quote. Wait, Emma grabs my arm. If I tell Jordan I can't come over tonight and go over the night after tomorrow instead, and you go swimming with this Lou girl, then the two of us, well, we can kill our Vs on the same night. How perfect is that? This is her sister. This is her biological sister that she's talking about, being like, let's lose it together. 
Don't but, put your hand up at me when you just say that. Uh, let's do it together. She's like, I can call you on the phone and we can, we can, we can. You can orgasm at the exact same oh time. Oh god, that's so gross. <laughs> Emma waves goodbye to her friends and turns towards Delilah, the car, um, cat's car, with a frown as she flings open the passenger door. So rude. Your virginity can wait five minutes, extra minutes, can it? Cat. I thought yours couldn't. <laughs> oh, this one, this one isn't technically. Can we go get a frat pay now? Same scene, same scene. Can we go get a frat pay now? My vagina needs soothing. Is <laughs> she gonna shove it up there? What the fuck? What is this author thinking? My vagina needs soothing? Excuse me? I read this before, and I'm still just as floored as when I read it as I am right now. Uh, okay, God, this I... book will never. I mean, that was the same part as the Raspberry Mouse, no, I believe. No, this that was what the Raspberry Mouse called back. Oh, okay. That was the Raspberry Mouse called back. Right. Let's talk about Elliot. Are we going to talk about the elephant in the room, the Raspberry Mouse? Let's. <laughs> Let's, I think we should talk about Elliot coming out to his dad because I think it's funny. Okay. Um, and then we can talk about the Raspberry Mouse. Okay. Um, so Elliot comes out to his family. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, uncommon Uncle Randall W. here. Mm-hmm. He's, um, so they're like, oh, like, did they take it badly? Did they take it poorly? Actually, no. Dad is fine. Said maybe we expand the business into Charlotte after I graduate from UNC probably UNC Chapel Hill, and go after the LGBTQ dollars. He said he could care less about my private life as long as I'm happy and still willing to make pool partners his pool partners and son reality. It's my mom who's a basket case. She's crying downstairs. Something about how she'll never have grandchildren now. Elliot is adopted, by the way. It's brought up a few times because he's, like, scared to come out to his parents because they're like, I'm not their actual son. I'm their biological son. So the fact that his mom is being like, I'll never have grandchildren. Like, bitch... Yeah, you'll never have biological credentials. That was never going to happen. That was never going to happen, baby. Also, he could have kids. And he could also have biological kids. Yeah, so... Like, very common aunt, uncle, aunt Vlada, um... L. L very common. <laughs> uncommon but, Uncle Randall W. Because I do think For that... trying to sell his son to the gays. <laughs> I think it's so funny to be like, listen, money... All our, all money is green, baby. Oh I don't care. God. I don't care what the color of your heart is. If that shit, rainbow or shit, as long as you got greenbacks, I don't. I don't fuck. I don't fucking care. I think that's an uncommon cap- capitalism. Rainbow capitalism, right there. Rainbow capital. That's what rainbow capitalism should be about. He's like Elliot. We're going over to the house with the uh, the two husbands. Wink, wink. Yeah. One. You want to whip that shirt off? <laughs> <laughs> she really is like he like he's like I'm going to sell your body. <laughs> yeah. All right. And Elliot's like yeah he was cool with it. It was fine. It was great. Let's actually. okay. I think it is time now that we can talk about the raspberry mouse. The raspberry in the room. mouse. The raspberry mouse in the room. So it's this entire fun. time. Our sweet Emma, of 17 years of age, is wanting to lose her V-card to this boy Jordan, who Mm -hmm. the book wants to make out as, like, this awful person at the beginning, but he's actually just a guy. Yeah. So Piper is just like, oh my god, he's so terrible, he's such a fucking creep. And Mm -hmm. he's just like, alright, I just met this girl, she's in my car for the first time, I know nothing about her except that she's gay and likes horses. 
I know nothing about horses, but I like girls. So I'm going to try to make a conversation with her as I drive her home. He tries. He tries. Um, he also, um, later on, he's seen out with their family. Like, like doing, doing family stuff. activities. Yeah. He's being, like, nice and cordial with, like, he the younger brothers. He has not proven to be a bad guy at any point in the book. Except he's for, just made out to be a bad guy because he has a big um, Kat is too... Uh, protective of her sister that and she her sexuality has for some incest reason with <laughs> she has incest with? yeah sure um would you like to read this book or or this part or should i you brought this up first you finished this part before Be- i did i got to this part in the book and i when i tell you that i gripped my desk and <laughs> threw myself backwards in the rolling chair i was like <laughs> oh my god, like I was, whoa. I was like, whoa! This book, unfortunately, is the quote-unquote, and I hate to say this about a YA book because it makes me uncomfortable, the sexiest book we've read. Unfortunately, because there's been more... It's the sexiest book we've read in the fact of there's the sex book happening. that talks most about sex yeah. and has the most sexual content. However, it is also the most uncomfortable book we have read yes. by far, mostly because of that. Yeah. Anyway... Would you like to go? Seriously, I'm not taking dating advice for, from you, even if you are older. One, smart isn't everything. And two, that means he knows what he's doing. Okay, pause here. This is Emma talking to Kat. Mm-hmm. Continue. Which is fine. Cherry told me... Sherry? Cherry? Cherry. Cherry told me she heard he was a great kisser and not afraid of kissing. <sighs> she points to her crotch and whispers... The Raspberry Mouse. Besides, I don't want to be a virgin forever, unlike you. You forgot that. I I was letting the Raspberry Mouse hang in the air. <laughs> um, granted, they do say, does anyone actually call it that? Um, quote unquote. However, just say clit. Where did it come from? Where did it go? <laughs> Where did it come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? Raspberry Mouse. (laughs) I... This made me viscerally uncomfortable. Same. I've never... Why is it squeaking? (laughs) I've heard so... Oh, so that doesn't happen? (laughs) I hope not. I don't don't know what you're doing, then. Uh, (laughs) I just... There are so many other things you could call it. Punani. Literally anything. Pussy. I just say pussy. Anything. Just say pussy. Anything but this. Clit. Oyster. I would even. I Mound. Would, ew! I don't like that one. But I would even take like taco over this, <laughs> and that's a bad one. <laughs> but like, I would take anything Literally over the any, raspberry mouse. mouse. And guys. You think that this is that's just a one shot? Nope, there's a callback. Oh, there's a callback, baby. There's a callback, so they eventually raspberry have to... mouse refrain. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> raspberry mouse reprise. <laughs> um, so eventually, cat not cat Emma admits having sex before cat can, so they end up losing their virginities on different nights. Thank Christ, big L, <laughs> big, big L, L, big L for incest enjoyers. <laughs> Co- very common. I hope it's the most common. I hope there are no W's. Extremely I, I... common W for people who don't, do not want incest no. in their books. 
<laughs> for all my incest haters, extremely common. So, so un, un not rare. Tell you. <laughs> extremely common W for you. Um, and us. Would you want me to read this one or should But I? not for them, apparently. Would you like to read this one or should I? Um, can you point it to me? Right here. Thank you. Okay. So, Ma- Raspberry Mouse um, reprise. He had no clue either. Raspberry Rouse... Fuck. Raspberry Mouse rumors were totally unfounded. Therefore, I had very... Oh, God. Therefore, I had very little lube once he got started, which, according to the internet, helps slow things down there. So that's my advice for you tonight. If you are going for penetration, make sure things are moist. Demand your foreplay. Not only is there a Raspberry Mouse callback, but also... <laughs> your hat is off. For everyone in the audience, taking off their hat, it is, like, burying their face oh. in it. Trying to, like, <laughs> look away from... It's just... I think most people have never spoken about sex in this way with a family member. No. There, there's something so deeply weird about this conversation... And talking about her lubrication and the the, the foreplay yeah. and and how she suddenly becomes a sexpert yeah, after so having I'm sex once. once. Me, me at age sixteen, having sex for the first time, be like, I know everything. All of my friends are playing Baldur's Gate right You're now. Like I kiss the raspberry. I mouse. I kiss. I've I've partaken <laughs> of the raspberry mouse. I want everyone to know. The first time I read this, I thought it was a typo. I was like, moose. It's moose. They just misspelled moose. That would be even weirder, because then there would be, like, a substance. <laughs> I mean, there is a substance if we're doing it well. I mean, if you're doing it right, according to Emma, then there's substance. I just... And this book makes me want to develop a substance abuse <laughs> disorder. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, this book... Can we talk about the predatory lesbians in this? Let's talk about Lou. We can talk about the predatory lesbians, but I feel like we didn't talk enough about this raspberry mouse callback just because there's what is there to talk about there's so much to i feel so viscerally about this part that i feel like we need to spend more time on it but we really don't and i want to move on actually (laughs) (laughs) let's let's not talk about something that's actually important talk about this for a little bit longer because i don't want to and i want to stop (laughs) yeah exactly send it send it all right so let's talk about natasha lou who, I, in my opinion, is not that predatory, and Beatrice. Yes. So Natasha is Kat's older friend who is queer and is currently dating a young lady. Um, and Natasha is also weirdly invested in Kat's sexuality and Seth's life, despite the fact that Natasha is older than her. And it just feels in a way a little, a little, ironically enough, she's a hairdresser, a little groomery. Mm-hmm. Of being like, oh, so when are you coming out of the closet, baby girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. When, literally, she was, like, wiggling her ass, and she was like, what, you don't like this? Yeah. You don't like this juicy, fat ass in your face in your father's uh, salon? Salon, you don't like that? You don't like that high school student? High school student, 18, going to high, into senior year next year? You don't like that? You don't it's like legal, that? everyone. It's legal. It's legal. She's 18. It's fine. It's, legal. it's fine. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Um... Yeah, it's bad. And then Beatrice is an older co-worker of Piper's, who Correct. also works at Piper's grandmother's barn as mm-hmm. well, um, who is also queer. And quote-unquote, just I just don't do toxic masculinity. Sly. Sly. <laughs> Sly. Sly. Um, I only do toxic masculinity. Same. Sly. Yeah. 
It's like, <laughs> Piper takes Kat to a party that's being hosted by other writers who most of them are also queer mm-hmm. and from different areas. So it's like a little, a little bit more open to be out and not in the closet. Fair enough. Um, and Beatrice immediately like locks in on Kat. Uh, just again, despite the fact that she's 18, despite the fact she hasn't even like really come out of the closet that much. She's not out. She's not out in public. She's not out to her uh, family even at this point. She locks in on her like a homing muscle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking tactical nuke. <laughs> Going in to destroy a small island off Alpha the coast. Alpha Bravo Charlie, are we go? <laughs> we are a go. We are a go for lesbian activity. <laughs> but yeah, the second that Beatrice like is introduced to Kat, she's like, is like hand on her waist, like leading mm-hmm. her around, plying her with alcohol, even though she's mm-hmm. supposed to be driving. Yep. And um, Piper is like, yeah, that's kind of weird. I, it, that's a little bit strange that she's doing that. Anyway, I'm gonna go f- take a phone call in the next room. <laughs> yeah. Bye, bitch. <laughs> Just leaving Cat to die. Yeah. Um, and at this point, um, Cat tries to get away from Be- like is literally like trying to stay away from Beatrice and gets entangled is the word I'm gonna use. Right. With Lou, who is another older woman. Mm-hmm. And then Kat lies about her age. Yes. And says that she's older, specifically so that way she could, like, won't get in trouble for drinking. Right. So she implies that she is at least 21. Yeah. And so Lou is like, fucking send it, let's go. Yeah. Um, and then eventually, first, Kat tries to, like, quote unquote, come out a little bit. Yeah. And Lou's like, fuck, another straight girl. Yeah. Which is weird. And Cat's like, no. no, no, no. I just never done this before. Yeah. So be gentle with me. Be patient. And she was like, oh, word. Uh, and she's like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Which I was like, dope, cool. Yeah. Love that. Um, And then eventually Cat is like, haha, I am 18 in high school. And Lou's like, get the fuck out of my face. At, but this is after they um, they've had sex. dry hump in the bar. <laughs> yeah, they've had sex and made out. And all that jazz. Yep. Um, and then Kat's like, I should probably tell her. Yeah. And then there's no repercussions for Kat. Yeah. Because Lou is just like, oh, well. It happens. Seems like you're too young for me. <laughs> Rip. Or, or. Yeah, it really, it, it does, it does come off as just like, damn. Oh, if only, shucks. If only if you were, if only if you were out of your teenage years, I would definitely tap that again. Literally. She does say, call me back when you're older. Which is, again. A groomer thing that groomers do. Yes. Where it's yes, like, yes. hey, when you're 18, just give me another, just give me a call. I know you're 14 now. Okay, Charles. she wasn't 14. She wasn't 14, she was 18, but, but that's, that's literally what people do. They'll be like, oh yeah, like, you're too young for me right now, but like, call me when you're just barely legal. Mm-hmm. Bad. So yeah, Lou, in the grand scheme of things, compared to Tasha and Beatrice, not- Not as the, bad. Yeah, was actively then, like, Let me, no. let me explain why. Because A, Natasha just- knew her age and just wanted to yeah. wanted to do whatever the fuck she wanted to do. Lou did not know mm. and was under the impression that she was 21 the mm-hmm. whole time and then immediately backed down when she learned yeah. of her age. Yeah. Which... Common Lou W. Common Lou W. She didn't know yeah. and then she did the right thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't her fault mm. that that happened. Beatrice... Learned that Cat is eighteen, and that, was knew like, that Cat was was just getting out of the closet. It had not had a sec, like had a girl on girl sexual experience before, like kissing or otherwise, right. because Piper had told her in preparation for this party. Yeah, um, and Beatrice was like, 
fucking send it. Yeah, Beach was like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I can really try, babe. Just I'm like, gonna hold back these feelings for so long. It's just like, is practically like lighting candles. Yeah, in the she, like with in roses. The barn. Yeah, just like yeah, I'm definitely going to. Yeah, this book made me so uncomfortable. Yeah. So on top of the biphobia, we have the uh, predatory lesbian mm-hmm. uh, preying on younger impressionable women. Mm-hmm. So this book was bad, actually. Common lesbian stereotype that we're just completely thought, not avoiding in a book for lesbian by and for queer women. I really thought you were going to say common lesbian L. And I was going to be like, yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, it's an L for it, sure. It's an L for sure. I just, it does, it made me feel very uncomfortable again that all of these. Pre- <laughs> <laughs> um, you just have a blank page in your notes that just says, God, God damn. <laughs> um, yeah, it just feels so bad. It felt so bad. Really the book bad. ends with them being like, let's be friends, except for kissing. Right. And we're both girls. <laughs> right, they 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 talk to each other, and they're like, and Piper's like, I don't I'm, think I'm ready for a relationship yet. I need to, like, not focus on that so much. And then Kat is like, yeah, I'm still kind of figuring things out for myself and stuff. And they're both like, LOL, and then they kiss. Yeah. <laughs> um, This line to, I, at one point, I stopped writing notes because I was like, I need to get this done and over with. It's almost time. I'm... I'm exhausted. We just got out of the gym and I was like, I need to finish this book. Um, and so I made one final note for this last line that really got on my nerves. You think I haven't figured out that you th- you think I haven't figured that out between now and then? You're strong, even if you seem soft on top. There's steel underneath that fetching exterior. Fetching. That's not even why I'm saying that. One, why are we suddenly talking like we're aristocracy from like <laughs> a Jane Austen novel cause she's a horse girl I guess you're strong mm-hmm. even though you seem soft on top there's steel underneath that fetching exterior <laughs> James fetch me my riding gloves I must take this fetching creature out with me <laughs> call upon the uber the uber the uber, the uber. oh wait one last note on the uber thing one of my favorite lines in this book is Piper explaining what Lyft and Uber is <laughs> to Kat. As if she's an alien. Yeah. There are these things near big cities called Ubers and Lyfts. I open the app and like magic, my driver appears. You don't drive in the front seat with them. Or I don't anyway. Which, again, gives the impression of like, my papa drives a Rolls Royce. <laughs> Just like... Oh, you silly country bumpkin. You cannot possibly understand how how magical the city is. We're out here in the countryside. It's so exotic and there's there's no Starbucks around. Like that's what this is. Where's my buckies? Where's my beloved where's, buckies? Where's the where's the dunks? Where's the Dunkin' Donuts? I don't I simply do not oh, understand. By George, I don't see the dunks. And then and then, and then on the flip side, again, just like Papa fucking forbade mirrors lest we fall into the sin of vanity. Anyway, cousin, my my uncle cousin, let's have sex. Like let's just <laughs> let's do some cousin kiss. As long as long as you're you're a boy and I'm a girl, everything is fine. That's what the great the good Bible says. I mean, there's incest in that thing, and it was fine there too. Like, Amen to that, cuz. Yeah. 
this book hates people. I think, I think <laughs> this book just hates everyone. I think so. As mentioned in the Anna Mariano double feature, I went back to my <clears throat> ratings of those books and went back more favorably because this book was even worse. Wait, can we go back to the hate crimes against Bostonians and the South? <laughs> because <laughs> because yeah. I wrote down a note for this one part that was like, we hang up and it only takes about a minute for Dad to send me a string of Big Poppy gifts. Yeah. <laughs> Just sending like Red Sox players to her. <laughs> big Poppy, Big Poppy, Big Poppy. <laughs> me. Literally me. But yeah, so I went back and gave two other books this is how we fly and it sounds like this a better review not by much which you didn't tell me about I'm so sorry. it looks like i hate those books and you liked them <laughs> no there's... you can't base everything off of the key to you and me because like i said in the previous episode On... you cannot eat a log of shit and then be like a gruel and vegemite and neutral loaf are actually really good. <laughs> actually good compared to this. Um, yes, I fucking can. Yes, I fucking no, can. No, you can't. On a scale... You can't. On a scale of... <laughs> on a scale of... Um... N- w- one foot to twenty hands <laughs> tall. This book... This book was... One foot. <laughs> on a scale of... Fucking a horse and fucking your cousin. This book is... On a scale of fucking a horse or fucking your cousin, this this book is a secret third option, which is just die. Yeah. Just die. Uh-huh. Um it was bad. It, again, the narrative seemed to only mm. really care about Piper with Kat being a tangential like a like an extra added bonus mm-hmm. to I felt like to pat out with time. Bonus cat action. <laughs> <laughs> bonus cat content, baby. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just felt like th- she was there just to pad out time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Kat learns how to be gay, mm-hmm. but Piper learns nothing. Piper does not grow or change as a person. If anything, she is rewarded for her actions throughout the narrative with a person who does want, well, has no goals or ambitions of her own and therefore can mold Pipe, like can take on Piper's goals and ambitions and just bring them to the forefront. Correct. Yeah. Um, honestly, Judith, my queen, stay broken up with that bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, when Judith was about to cave, I was like, no, stay strong. Yeah. Stay yeah. strong. When Judith was sending her <laughs> the sexy pictures and, uh, I, Piper I was, like, you. trying to message, um... Okay, so, yeah, Kat and Piper are texting because Kat's coming out. And as this is happening, Judith is sending part, almost nudes. It, I don't think that there's ever, ever any actual nudity. It's just, like... Her, like, shirt keeps getting, like, higher and, like, cleavage is showing kind of a thing. I don't know. Or whatever. I, I read it as nudes. I mean, they I, I think text, like, subtextually they became nudes, but, mm-hmm. like, on text it, it never got beyond that. So that's how I'm choosing to think about it because it makes my brain hurt. Um, and I literally sent you a text that was, like, Chekhov's, like, nude mix-up or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Like, it was, like, no, Chekhov's sexting mishap, I think. <laughs> As soon as they were, like, as soon as Piper was like, whoa, I'm trying so hard not to mix up these two conversations I'm having with these two girls, one of whom who likes me, the other one is just sending me, like, Matt, like oh no, my two weed-smoking girlfriends are texting <laughs> yeah. me at the same time. Um, and then, like, three sentences later, she's like, oh, I sent that pic- that that text that was meant for Judith to, cat? Oh, yeah. Um, that shit pissed me off. You can't plant a seed 
as an author and then have it grow in the next sentence. Yeah. Like, you're not foreshadowing. <laughs> you're just telling us something <laughs> is going to happen and then doing it. Yeah. Do you know the checkoff's going not even about books? It's about plays. It's about plays, yeah. 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 I, I knew that. that. Got in the first act yeah. of a play. Well, yeah. It's because if you're putting a gun somewhere, you might as well use it or else why is it in there? Right. Yeah. yeah. So Chekhov's sex scene is hot. And don't forget the Dewey Decimal System is your friend! Who's Dewey? I have a heart. Yes, you may have the heart. You may have my heart. Oh. Okay, what are you reading this week? So, I read at your request, not request, suggestion, I guess, um, You're Not Supposed to Die Tonight, which is a YA, campy, um, slasher slasher, uh, type of novel. It's very short. I think it was maybe just a little over 200 pages. Something like that, yeah. Um, I liked it. I did not like it as much as you did, though. So yeah. I would like you to explain the reasons why you I liked it. I liked... I thought that the dialogue was very snappy and fun. It felt... It didn't feel cringy. Like, a lot of other YA novels that I read, like, how their dialogue is. Maybe you think that because you're cringe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I am the cringe. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Maybe I, I also thought that the dialogue was good and yeah. they were very believable teenagers. Specifically the line of, uh, what is it? The clapping of yeah. ass cheeks is like the bat signal signal for murderers. For I thought killer. that yeah for the killer. I thought that shit was like I laughed. I gahoffed. I gahoffed. <laughs> I thought it was guffaw. Guffaw? Isn't it guffaw? I guffawed. <laughs> is that the right word? I don't, I don't know. Okay, anyway, I know. anyway, I thought it was snappy, I thought it was fun. And I love this writer. I've read um other works by her. Uh, I've read Cinderella isn't dead uh, is dead. Cinderella is dead. And I thought that was a good time. So I was like, oh, I like this. And then, no spoilers, because this book came out relatively recently, I mm-hmm. believe, within the last like, couple months. To July. Yeah. I was like, it just veered completely um, into, like, left field territory. Just, I was like, oh, we're doing that now? That's, that feels kind of weird. I didn't feel like it was too far out there. Are, really? I feel The like- Magic Lake? Well, the magic lake. You're, now you're doing spoilers. Okay, that was a hundred percent a spoiler. That was a spoiler. Okay, but, but whatever. But that okay. Um, let's rephrase that. That ending. Okay. That, that little epilogue at the end. I that that, that was that was normal good for you. I mean, I liked the ending. I liked the ending. I, I was like, hell yeah! Cool. I was like, yes, yeah. yes. But also, I was like, but like that's a little weird, right? Like a little. It is a little weird and a little unbelievable, and I personally take issue when with things that are like rooted in reality and then all of a sudden they exactly exactly and so that was a little bit jarring um i will i will say it is very like 80s slasher-esque it is but the thing that made me not like it was not that it was the characterization of the old lady It's not because I'm like I'm, I'm old like, lady apologist. Like, old ladies deserve better. Like this is ageism, actually. I mean, like, I know we so are many not, old ladies. We are the not. Library. We are not accusing Kaylin Barron as uh, <laughs> as a, as ageist. We are not. We are not. <laughs> I know Kaylin, so many. Kaylin, if you're listening to this, I love you dearly. Please I work with more. old ladies every single day, and this, this was hurt. So good. This was a horrific portrayal of old women. <laughs> oh my women. god! Stop. No, I'm kidding. I thought that she was very unbelievably evil 
Like, she like, she was very, like, hee-hee-hee. She was in like, it for three scenes. You know scenes. what I'm saying? She was in it for, like, three no, scenes. No, she was, she was in it. She was, I mean, for a short book, she was in it for a good amount. In my, no, and I was, like, you don't even remember I don't her. Remember. I was, like, I was, like, the old lady's kind of like, weird, what? huh? And then you were, like, what fucking old lady? It took me a while to remember. I thought that her characterization was, and the, um, the boss at the end, like, oh, they yeah. were very, like. The boss definitely was like mm. they were ve- that was a weird twist and because they never in my head didn't we'll talk about this off mic because this is we're getting into spoiler territory for right, a book we're not right right i'm sorry i long story short i felt like some of the characterization was a little bit off just because of how campy the book was mm-hmm. intended to be and so for me reading it, I was like, oh, these are teenagers that I could believe to be, like, realistic teenagers. And then here's these, like, villains who are going to monologue at them. This like, is true. It's just they like, did monologue a bit. You know, it's like, it just felt like it was a little bit disjointed in that way. But still three out of five stars. Yeah, like, that's was, good. I would have given it 3.5 out of five stars if I could, but I'm, you can. I'm a I'm, good reads user. You can, you can do that on thestorygraph.com. I highly recommend Stop plugging a, things. No. Not sponsored at all, but I fucking love Storygraph. If you love stats, you're gonna love a Storygraph. You do love a graph. I love graphs. I love story. I love stories. I love graphs. You've seen my spreadsheets. I have. Wild. Oh, God. So, official review? You gave this 0.01 stars (laughs) on our spreadsheet, even though I don't think any review site will let you do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I stand by it. I gave this one 0.25. Legally speaking, because I'm like, Storygraph is my go-to. Whatever. I I will be comparing every single book we read to this one for the rest of my life. (laughs) This book was so bad. This book was god-awful. If this is your thing, shout out to you. It can't get worse than this. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. Don't say that. Baby, baby, do not say that. We have so many books to read. You know what? We do have so many books to read. You know what we should do? This is me saying this and putting this as a note. What we should do is, like, after we record a batch of episodes and we don't know what we're going to read next, we just roll some dice and we do it on stream. Alright. But yeah, we have some potential bad picks that... We got the sports girl, all the sports girl books that we can do. We also got Hot Dog Girl 2. Again, I think we have, like, Hot Dog Girl, like, three. We have Light Lark. It can get so much worse than this. Yeah. So. Fucking send it, dude. There's a clue retelling. Yeah. Have you heard of that? I don't even care anymore. (laughs) I don't even care anymore. Did this put me in the slump afterwards? Did you feel like you could not read for, like, a couple days? I felt like I couldn't think. (laughs) I Like, I felt like I was... There was a book... dying there is a book that i've been reading and i haven't finished because i've been working and shit um called empress Teresa, which is a god-awful book and Mm -hmm. that book this book gave me the exact same like brain tingly feeling of like i feel like i'm having a stroke right like my brain feels like i you have you you know those little egg decapitator toppers that you do for like soft boiled eggs yeah i felt like somebody did that on the top of my head scooped out my brain, gave a little bath in acid, and then put it back in there. Okay. That's what reading this that book felt like. And this book, despite being more competently written and, like, an actual published book and not, like, some self-published, like, Amazon bullshit, 
gave me the exact same fucking feeling, mm-hmm. but it made me more angry. <laughs> and on that note, send it. it. Editor Anderson here to let you all know that our next episode will be on Hot Dog Girl, so get excited for that. Woo!